The front of your home can bring on the most powerful emotive expression that can entice buyers and tenants to love your home or loathe it. Today, we're going to talk about ways you can make the best first impression for buyers and tenants who stand at your front gate. You're listening to Real Estate Bright. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent, and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. Real Copyright writes real estate copy for a range of properties. We write everything from one-bedroom apartments to luxury estates, but most importantly, every type of property in between to ensure that buyers and tenants understand the beauty, the individuality, and the homeliness that each property can provide. If you want copy which pulls at the heartstrings and brings out the facts, call us on 0359777889 or check out our new website www.realcopyright.com.au. Ash Martin is the director of Ash Martin Realty, a boutique agency servicing the Mornington Peninsula. Ash and his team are a breath of fresh air when it comes to estate agents. Their marketing style is unique and their approach to selling is highly focused on making things easy for the consumer. A believer in helping the community in both education, support and free light bulbs. Welcome, Ash. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. That's okay. Anytime. We love having you on. As we're talking about making the best first impression from the front gate, tell us about your newly renovated office. Oh, I'd love to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's um, so essentially, for those that don't know, it's an old Tudor-style clinker brick home on the Peen Highway yeah. um, that we renovated just on two years ago now, just pre-COVID. Yes. And the vision was to create a lifestyle office for our team. So there's not a, a window in the place that you can't see the trees or the ocean, or sorry, the, the water from because we're on Camelot Creek. Beautiful. And, yeah, it's a nice environment to be a part of, a real true lifestyle space. So billiard tables? Lots no of billiard tables because ah, we want to, you know, we're a big believer in hard work. It's tranquility. It's, um, yeah, if you depending on how you're feeling, there's always a, there's a place somewhere in the building that you can go to, yeah, to, to work and feel at peace in. Yeah, beautiful. That's how all offices should be. Thank you. Yeah. Now, as we're talking about making the best first impression from the front gate, okay, when selling a property, why is getting the front of the home picture perfect a very high priority? First impressions are everything. Yes, they are. Um, and especially in a market that softens, like we're obviously in a hot market now where I would say it's probably less important. Um, yeah. as what it can sometimes be to have the most perfect product. But, yes. you know, it, it, it can help. If you're planning on selling in the next 12 months, I would certainly spend the time to, to yeah, to, to do what you can to facelift your property and, and have it, to, yeah, have it received as, as well as it could be. Yes, definitely. Because it is, it, it is first impressions count. Um, so if we went through all the steps where vendors or even landlords can make some small changes without spending a lot of money. Yep. How can we improve, say, for instance, the front fence and the gate? I'll start by saying that I think the most helpful thing you can do is focus on high-impact, low-cost things. Yes. So, you know, if you're talking from the front gate onwards, driveways are a really great opportunity, especially yeah. if you've got a concrete driveway. Over the years, they get grey and dark. A pressure washer can work wonders. Yeah. You know, cleaning up that whole space, making it look fresh, and you can use it everywhere. Like for, for you to pressure wash the driveway, it's no much, it's not much more work to do the front fence, yeah. the, you know, the eaves, the home. It can really lift the property yeah. really quickly. Yeah, get rid of those cobwebs. Get rid of those cobwebs. Yeah. Um, how about the plants? Obviously, 
get rid of some weed? Oh, absolutely. And like, there's a few key plants that I think are helpful to consider Mm -hmm. and depending on what you're trying to achieve. But if you're just looking for a bit of color um, and something that's hardy and isn't going to die before the property goes to market, exactly. (laughs) Nandinas are a really great one. They're a Japanese plant. They've got a nice yellow, orange sort of tip to them and they're green throughout the rest of the year. Because like a lot of people do put those annual things in like those petunias and stuff and like they, they look good for five minutes, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so choose something a bit more hardier. Yeah, I would say so. And I would think relevant to the time you're going to be selling into because, you know, deciduous trees aren't necessarily a bad thing. I think a feature tree can work wonders. And I think some of the most beautiful feature trees are deciduous. Yes. You know, so you look at your silver birches, for instance, Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the cheapest, easiest things you can do to give your home a bit of body, your garden a bit of shape, and it creates a nice speckled filtered light, especially Mm. properties with a nice north-facing aspect. Yes. Um, Jacarandas are another really fast-growing tree that can provide a pop of colour as well in spring. And robinias, they're really good. Love the robinia. It's a nice yellow, golden sort of leaf, and again, that nice filtered light that you can create with that. Yeah, and then Um, in summer they become this lovely big mop top. That's right, beautiful thing Mm. to consider. Yeah, so there's a good good choice of trees there. but yeah, probably stay away from the weeping cherries and stuff like that because they like they can be a nice feature tree, but they're expensive. They are expensive, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, look, one or two could be nice, as yeah. I said, as a nice feature. But if you're looking for high impact things, consider combining your yard. A lot of properties have got a pathway, a bit of mulch, a bit of dirt. You know, it's all segregated, and yeah. something quite cheap could be to pull it all up and just grass it. Mm. It's it it just creates a bit more space and give the impression of, of yeah, of, of spaciousness. Yeah, and that's what you want. You want to show your space. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, how about the porch? How can we fix up the porch? Same sort of thinking, separate to your pressure washing. Yeah. You know, a, a nice pot at the front door. Yeah. I think a really easy one, and this kind of ties into the front fence too, is just getting your house number fresh, you know, oh, refreshed yeah. from Bunnings, $20. Yeah. Um, it's sharp. It's the first thing you notice kind of as you pull up and, yeah. and walk in. So just getting that on the front fence or at least on the entryway. sometimes those nice. videos that you guys do really bring out. We do. We, fo- we have a tendency <laughs> to focus on it. On the street number, yeah. Um, now, the front door. Now, I like a bit of bold colour. I actually tend to agree with you. Yeah. For front doors. Yeah. But not everyone would agree. You know, no. I think the safest thing you could do is to keep it neutral. Mm. And I'm probably more inclined to lean towards that for the purpose of selling. Mm. Um, save your creativity for the home that you're going to be in you know, for the, for the next, the yeah. next chapter. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of keeping things relatively neutral so that people can put their own stamp on the property once they move in. Okay. How about removing fly screens? A huge fan. Um, same feeling with curtains. Yeah. Anything that's breaking up a window, yeah. um, I would strongly encourage you to pull them off. I'm forever taking off, um, shears and, oh, and yeah. fly wires off windows yeah. before a shoot. And the, I guess with the fly screens, you can always store them in the garage or somewhere to exactly. say, look, we have got them here for you. However, we just felt like we needed to take them away just so that it just opens things up and lets yeah. more light in. Yeah, definitely. Security doors, should we remove them? If it's taking away from the overall feel and you've got a beautiful solid timber door or something that yeah. is almost a bit of a feature, I think yeah. it's a great idea to simplify and remove. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thinking can be applied throughout the whole home. Yeah. You know, I always say that if you feel like it's your home, you probably haven't done enough. Mm. You want people to be able to see themselves living in the property and if there's visual reminders of you in there and you're a little speck of your own personality, it's probably not going to be that helpful. Yeah. So, yeah, keep going until it starts to feel like it's not yours anymore. Yeah. Because really a security door is also saying, oh, we're a bit unsafe around here. 
like if you're taking that psychological it could i mean thing. i hadn't considered it from that perspective yeah. but it's it potentially depending on the locale you're in yeah yeah it's a possibility for sure yeah definitely um how about garden lighting should we i love it if you've got it I don't yeah. think it's the sort of thing that's worth investing in because at okay. the end of the day, people are most likely going to be seeing your home during the daytime. Yeah. And if that is something that you're concerned about, I would strongly encourage you to influence the time of the photo shoot with yes. the agent. Um, I'm a big fan of dust shoots if you've got nice outdoor lighting, but yeah. it can be a disadvantage if you've um, yeah got a lack of lighting. and Yeah. And putting those cheap little solar lights in really, if you just look at the front of my place, they're all over the place. They're not looking yeah, very they good. Stay, they don't stay vertical for too long, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> We're going to have a short break and come back with more from Ash Martin, from Ash Martin Realty, with some reality checks about how important the front of the house can be when it comes to selling the property. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and we are talking to the fabulous Ash Martin from Ash Martin Realty, and we are talking about making a great first impression from the front gate. Now, Ash, say we have two homes in the same street, same features, one looking like a picture out of a magazine using an agent like Ash Martin, the other using a budget agent with no budget for presentation. How much of a time difference can there be between selling each of the properties? Timing, I'm not sure you could quantify exactly okay. how much quicker it's going to be, but what you can quantify, I think, is that properties that are presented well and presented to the market in the best possible light yeah. are probably going to be more attractive yeah. to consumers. So therefore, there's going to be more people going through the door. More inquiry, more competition, and a better chance of creating enough competition that's going to result in a premium price. Yes. And that's what you want. That's what you want. And you want to make sure you align yourself with an agency that understands those fundamentals mm. so that your property is being presented in that in that way that is going to give you the best chance. Yeah. And that's why it's important to have that front. Absolutely. Looking perfect. Now, do you think it would make the price different from perfect to not so great? Right now, there is so much competition. It's one of the first times in my career that I'm encouraging people to come to market with urgency without doing the work that I would generally be encouraging people to do prior to hitting mm. the market. It's a strange time. It is a strange time, isn't it? And I guess, you know, as a, as a seller, you want to focus on the economics of it all. Yeah. You know, if there's no homes available in the area that are comparable to yours, it doesn't really matter if it's spring or autumn or winter. It's a great time to do it when yes. there's no competition. Yeah. You know, you, your home might be presented in the best light in the perfect springtime month where mm. all the flowers are blooming, but suddenly there's 11 other properties that you're in competition with yeah. and subsequently more choice, you're really less likely to get a premium price because of that competition. Mm. So time, timing is everything. It is. And so therefore, at the moment, you might as well do a lesser version of the house because you want to take advantage of that money. This is it. And the lockdowns almost, it's almost increased the the urgency in some people. You know, if you're mm. a, a person that's, sorry, a, a person that's sold their own home yeah. and you've got a settlement date looming, you're pretty motivated right now. Yeah. And there's not many opportunities for them. And subsequently they're compromising on things that they never would have thought they would compromise on and paying a premium for it. So yeah. you're getting the front fence painted the right color right now is probably not the, the priority. It's Getting on. It's getting on the market. Yeah. Yeah. I must admit, I went to a house a couple of weeks back now where owner had lived in the house since 1934. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, he was in his 90s. Uh, so he moved in when he was three or something. <laughs> yeah. He was born there. <laughs> and 
his only his mum and dad lived there and he lived there. Mm. That was it. He never married, never no kids, wow. no nothing. He was a professor of mathematics. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a simple mind, the whole concept. And the house was chockers full of books and papers yep. and just academic Chaos. stuff. Yep. Right? But it didn't smell. Like there was no mould growing anywhere. There was no incontinence issues. There was no food scraps yes. leading to mice. There was no none of that horrible smell that hoarding can create. Yes. Um, and his cousins were cleaning up the house saying we need to go through every single piece of paper because we don't know if it's important to the family yeah. or if it's important yeah. to him. And the photographer came in at the same time as me and I'm like... Yeah, it's not ready for photos. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, well, we've been told we have to make it happen. Yep. We, you know, and the photographer's going, okay, I'll do the floor plan to start with, but um, yep. maybe we'll just take a photo of the front of the house and maybe a ceiling, maybe those lovely uh, glass doors. Yes. In the in the between the hallway, uh, between the yeah, hallway and the lounge. And I think that's all he took photos of. Are you kidding? It can be limiting. Yeah. But I must say we can work wonders now with the photography. Like we've had homes, often tenanted properties that we're selling. Yeah. And our photographer will Photoshop a lot of the elements in the room that aren't necessary out of it. So yeah. pictures on fridge, fridges, they're gone. They're gone, yeah. You know, cords that are dangling across the walls, oh, we was, can remove this them. This was chocolate. This was, yeah. <laughs> this was books on the piano. There was, you know, uh, it was just chaos. It was just chaos. Yeah. You just yeah. couldn't take anything um without doing hours of photoshopping. Yes. And you know what? There's some properties where, you know, presentation, as much as it's important, there are some properties where half the appeal is the fact that there's work that needs to be done, Mm. you know, and they're probably the properties where it's better off just focusing on laying the landscaping out a little bit, you know, just focus on getting the grass looking good. Yeah. You know. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to have the greatest, the best and the greatest. It's just showing what can be done. Less is more and, yeah. yeah, show the potential. Yeah, definitely. To get it market ready, what sort of money should we be th- sort of thinking about? I'd be looking at your comparisons. You yeah. know, if there's there's properties close by that have sold for fifty or 100000 more than what your expectations are yeah. and they're a little bit fresher, then maybe try and replicate that Yeah, if you've got the time to do it Yeah, and it's not going to impact your launch to market. Yeah. Um, but I think 10000 is a, you know, a pretty a good number. Um, and a maximum number that I would say is good to have. Yeah, good to have in mind for the preparation of a sale. Yeah, definitely. Now, should we consider sensory accents to bring out the um, first impression, like beautiful smelling plants, accent lighting in the garden, soothing sounds like water features, yes, wind chimes? Those obviously help create that lasting impression. Anything is yeah. Anything like that is obviously going to be an assistance. Mm. But again, like, don't go overboard. Don't go overboard. If that's going to delay you launching to market in a time where you're likely to receive strong interest anyway, yeah. don't let that hold you back. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, having nice smells around, fresh flowers is a nice one. I'm yeah. not a fan of fake plants. Yeah. Um, you know, keep it natural and that's always appealing to purchasers. Yeah, fair enough. Because a lot of those stylists do put the fake plants in now. I know, it just kills me. But I understand logically why yeah. they need to do that. Cause Especially if it's a vacant house. Exactly, and that agent, most unless it's me, is not going to be watering it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, okay, now my big thing is that most houses have to stay memorable. So with so many buyers out there at the moment, most people are going five, six, seven properties before they actually get to buy a property. And then they're looking at a numerous amount of houses every weekend. So... To me, you need to have that one distinct feature 
that really goes. There's a couple looking at things. Oh, I love that house with the green door, or I love that house with the oversized garage. Yes, yeah. Or I love the pool with a sun baking deck, or I like the one with a pond by the front door. Yes, whatever it is. What can you do that's memorable? What's what can we do that's memorable? Again, I love a good feature tree, like even something that you can take with you to the next home. I'm yeah. a big fan. Like if you're looking for. A specific tree like the coral bark maple, maple is a beautiful tree that you can pot See, up. I love, I love a crepe myrtle. I love a crepe myrtle too. Yeah, amazing structure for the, the oh, branches. Yes. They are beautiful, and they do look good. Or even you know when the leaves are off and they've yeah. got that beautiful trunk. Yeah. Um, but something like that. But the the coral bark maple is beautiful, and it's got a red trunk. So mm. against a nice dark wall or a dark fence, it looks good even with the leaves off. But would you like tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree? Just, um, yeah. I think you'd be surprised at. <laughs> what people take in and don't yeah. take in. Mm-hmm. So to you that might be the most memorable thing, but they all just start to look like the same house they after do. you've seen 20. I do. Um, but I think as you come through the front door, if there's something you can do, whether it's adding a bit of symmetry with some nice pots and two, you know, cherry blossoms, as you yeah. said before, but, you know, something like that yeah. might just be enough for it to be front of mind. Yeah, fair enough. And if it's not, it probably wasn't the right house for them anyway. It's like you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't make something it's not, and you can't make something suit someone if it doesn't. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Oh, look, it's so hard, isn't it? Just knowing which house is right for you and your partner and your family situation. But it's all the elements. Like, you're spot yeah. on in that first impressions are important, but it goes beyond the front door. Mm. You know, it's the energy of the agent that you've got at the door, talking yes. people through the home, making sure that agent's pointing out the things that are less obvious. You know, mm. where does the sun set? Where does it rise? Mm. You know, which rooms have the most natural light? Because they're only there for 30 minutes, 15 minutes, probably tops generally. Mm. So if you've got someone that is aware of all those elements and can articulate that, yeah. that's going to be an advantage. It's also going to be helpful that your presentation is spot on. It might be worth considering getting a stylist in. Yes. If you are moved out of the home already, maybe it is worth putting your furniture in storage, spending a bit of money and getting someone in to stage it because yes. there's nothing like fresh furniture that is well proportioned for the room mm. that can, yeah, can really make the difference. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's it's a whole other episode, isn't it? It's a whole other episode. It's an art form almost too, but it's yeah, multiple elements, and yes. so many people get it right in mm. one or two areas, but overall it falls apart because one of those key components has, has fallen short. Yeah, yeah. So to me, like the first impression, you're going to have your board, you're going to have, you know, your gate and your driveway looking great. Um, you're going to have those feature plants going, or just even a nice spread of even lawn. Yes, and. Uh, and, and it's going to look fresh and, and inviting, really. This is it. And consider how it's going to be marketed. Mm. You know, I think it can be helpful to, to sit with your agent and talk them through the parts of the home that you really appreciate because it's yeah. then helpful for us to be able to communicate that and make sure that that really cuts through in the marketing. Mm. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Ash, for coming into the Real Estate Rights Studios again. Now, do you have any special offers for Real Estate Rights listeners today? I was thinking for this one we might donate $300 to any local charity or school. Um, for anyone that refers a seller to us that references the podcast. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much. Now, how can our listeners get in touch with you to get hold of these offers? Best way is to contact us through Instagram at ashmartin, A-S-H-M-A-R-T-O-N, or on the mobile, 0437-754-372. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Thanks again, Ash, for coming in. So next week we have Dean Davis from Emco Property with more of his styling secrets this time. He will be talking about doing the renovation rescue style renovation and why some properties are worth investing in a full cosmetic renovation to bring out the big dollars on auction day so don't don't miss it
Day It Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right. Thank you.